I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live coast to coast. Many stations across the country, program directors are playing this show. We're, gla- we're grateful to them for doing that. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Also, uh, I'd like to thank TalkStreamLive.com for keeping us lit by putting us in touch with those radio stations. And from 7 to 10 p.m., we are airing on Aftermath. FM. It's free, it's straight from the board, and you can listen from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. I know many stations either tape delay or sometimes you don't get the whole show, and if you don't, you may want to listen on Aftermath.fm. Or you can listen on Aftermath.media, which of course is our digital playground with all of the shows that are archived and several other shows that are on the network. Also, we have videos, we have books, we have documents, we have all kinds of stuff, social media platforms, the whole nine yards, and uh, it's uh, right there. It's Aftermath.media. Sign up today. Helps the show out. We're really grateful for people who've already signed up and are enjoying it because it is a great, great place to hang out. That's Ground Zero. That's Aftermath.media. It's Aftermath.media. Um, I, along with many of you, were raised in a Christian family. I was, I was raised in a Christian family. Many of you were raised in a Christian family. And we were told about... At least I was. I was told about various events that would happen in the future, according to Revelation and Scripture, according to the Apocalypse, all these things that we would witness, and it was called the last dispensation or the last days. Now, in Christianity, dispensations were established through Adam, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Moses, and Jesus Christ. Now, the Abrahamic faiths maintain a linear cosmology with end time scenarios containing themes of transformation, redemption, resurrection, final judgment. In Judaism, there's the term end of days, which makes reference to what they call the messianic age and includes an ingathering of the exiled Jewish uh, diaspora, which the, the coming of the Messiah, the resurrection of the righteous, all that kingdom come, world to come. Some sects of Christianity depict the end times as a period of tribulation that precedes the second coming of Jesus Christ. And basically, um, it says that Jesus will face the Antichrist along with his power structure and usher in the kingdom of God. In Islam, there's the Day of Judgment, and it's preceded by the appearance of the Al-Masih al-Dajjal, or Dajjal for short. He's like the Antichrist. He's a one-eyed, uh, a one-eyed guy. His name is Dajjal. And he is followed by Isa, which is Jesus. And and Jesus will triumph over the false Messiah or the Antichrist, which will lead to a sequence of events that will end with the sun rising from the west and the beginning of Judgment Day. Non-Abrahamic faiths tend to have a more cyclical worldview of the end time. The eschatology is characterized by decay, redemption, and rebirth. Now, there's... There's always been speculation that in these end times there would be a false prophet who would organize many churches and faiths under an ecumenical umbrella that would create an interfaith one-world religion. Now, the other night I spoke of this major project being carried out by the Pope and uh, Muslim leaders to create an interfaith Abrahamic house of worship 
in the United Arab Emirates. And the project is endorsed and closely followed by the Grand Imam and Pope Francis and is supervised by the what is called the Higher Committee of Human Fraternity. The Abrahamic family house design by architect Sir David Ajay uh, captures the values shared between Judaism, Christianity, and Islam through three main buildings, including a mosque, a church, and a synagogue. They're all in one place on one campus. And this complex innovatively recounts the history and builds bridges between human civilizations and heavenly messengers from all three faiths. The names of the three houses of worship are officially unveiled as the Imam Al-Tayeb Mosque, the St. Francis Church, and Moses Ben Maimon Synagogue. And, and all of these are named after, well, the, the, the Ben Maimon Synagogue is actually named after a medieval rabbi. St. Francis Church, of course, is you know named after Pope Francis, and then the Imam Al-Tayeb Mosque is named after the the Muslim that St. That St. Francis, or that uh, Pope Francis made the deal with. So, in the vicinity of this site, there is going to be a cultural center, and that's going to be used to, according to what I've read, it's going to encourage people to simplify human fraternity and solidarity within a community that cherishes the values of mutual respect and peaceful coexistence of every religion. So, they claim that this campus is going to showcase the unique character of each faith and that they want to preserve the unique characters of each faith. The Christian church, though, is not going to have a cross. They can't have a cross at that church because it's forbidden to have any displays of crosses in Abu Dhabi. It's also illegal to preach Christianity and Judaism there. So I'm just wondering, what is the point of the campus? Certainly it's a sign that the Pope wants to blend face for the future, some ecumenical fraternity, something that was a a warning from the Apostle Paul about the great deception and apostasy. If you look at Hebrews 3, verse 12, it says apostasy consists in an unbelieving and self-willed movement away from God in contrast to Hebrews 3.14, which says that this type of apostasy must be prevented at all costs. So we've been hearing about these events a lot longer than we can recall. I mean, events that yield to the same outcomes and that have been part of our cultural fears for thousands of years. Events are happening around us now. And if you look around you, you get a sense that there's an apocalypse going on, that things are unraveling, things are being revealed, literal meaning actually happening, and things that have usually, you know, things that usually carry the veneer of being normal now have turned paranormal. And in some cases, things are frightening and, and confusing, and they have caused us to become pensive, and 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 we we think about where we are in the universe, the timelines, and things of that nature. So the paradigm we know... The paradigm is shifting. The veil is lifting and events are baffling. And the only certainty is uncertainty. So we all seem to concede that all this massive change can be attributed to God, angels, demons, aliens, or whatever you want to point the finger out. But all these conclusions are the accepted insanity for the moment. And as many um, as anyone who is a Fortean, and I'm, I consider myself a Fortean, anyone who's a Fortean will tell you this, that they'll say, well, it's business as usual in the apocalypse and business will continue as long as there are people pushing for an eschaton or a second coming of Jesus or the coming of Amadi or some magical deliverer from the from out there, some deus ex machina that's going to have the magic touch. It's going to make everything better. It's going to calm our, our fears, wipe our tears. You've heard it all. I, well, that scripture had a voice out of heaven cried, behold, I am with you. I, I will be your savior. Um, I will wipe away your tears and there will be no death for they are done away. That's just me paraphrasing a scripture that I remember I learned when I was a kid. But, uh, Admittedly, 
events that are happening are, are actually showing up. Things that are showing up in the news uh, that are happening now. They, they, I don't know if you feel it. I don't know if you see it, but it appears that a lot of things showing up in the news right now seem to be uh, a lot similar to what we've read about in biblical prophecy or what we've read about with Nostradamus or, I mean, there, there are plenty of different psychics and, and, and uh, prophets and seers and those who've said that this is the future. I mean, all of these dreams and nightmares that we've had about the future seem to be manifesting in unbelievable events, stories that include earthquakes. Uh, we've had the, we had the eclipse a few years ago. Uh, the idea of planet collisions, star collisions, asteroids, visits from angels, uh, appearance of demons, uh, you know, black-eyed children, space elders. And, of course, people talk about the return of Messiah, the return of the Messiah, Mashiach, the Jews call it Mashiach. The idea of Mashiach coming, blowing the horn and saying Mashiach has arrived. So all these events are all part of a universal core belief that exists in the three major monotheistic religions. Basically, this leaves the people of the world, I think, in a, in a very vulnerable position because I know in times like these, it is easy to make up your mind that we are definitely in the end times. I mean, the question is now, you know, we see that maybe the domino has been pushed and we don't know how long it's going to take. We don't know how many years that we're going to have to endure the suffering that leads to the inevitable end, which would be the, the final, the finality of everything. I mean, will it be as the Christians, Muslims, and Jews have been prophesying, or will it be more akin to an alien invasion? I mean, there's viral videos on the internet now showing strange UFOs buzzing our military. They have now an investigative office at the Pentagon that's going to be investigating UFOs and UAP. We're hearing about earthquakes in various places. We're seeing the volcanoes erupting at La Palma. We're, we're, we, we um, you know, Kilauea is, you know, blowing up again. Etna is blowing up. Uh, various volcanoes are, are uh, swarms of earthquakes, you know, happening in places like Yellowstone. And, and of course, again, the Canary Islands because of the La Palma um, uh, volcano. So, I mean, there's so many things that indicate that, you know, there is something that is changing on the planet. And even in space, okay, we look up into the heavens and we see things like they were saying now that the moon is slowly drifting away from the earth. And people have said that they, you know, they look up in the sky and they feel the moon is not in the same place. It doesn't feel the same. They look up in the sky and they say the sun is not the same. The sun seems to have a different uh, intensity than it used to have. People take pictures of the sun and they get some, you know, red, you know, sphere next to the sun or they get some strange anomaly next to the sun and they they wonder if what they're looking at is Planet X. What they're looking at is, uh, you know, whether or not it's Nemesis or some other, you know, quote, hypothetical planet that uh, we've talked about on the program that could be nearing us and in the process creating devastation and calamity, cataclysm. So, you know, there's so many things happening right now that, uh, you know, you can safely link or you could, you know, link logically to the end of the dispensation, the end of the world, or, or perhaps the the building blocks or stepping stones, which would be to the end of the world or our demise or extinction. I don't know how you look at it or our resurrection. 
0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.